Okay, so here we go. Perak Lamed Beis Vayishlach Aaron. So now we're gonna be we're gonna be dealing with the actual makos themselves. Yeah. So Aaron threw down the staff. Right. Uh, this is in front of Paro and his um, and his. Um, what are they called? Sorcery, yeah. Uh, yeah, like, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, that's what they call it. Okay, necromancers it is. Okay. Necromancers usually has to do with r- raising the spirit of the dead. But, uh, okay, yeah, yeah, magicians. Okay, so, so, Shlosha Osos, Siva Kodesh Boruchu, Lazarus Levneso. So, um, Hashem commanded Moshe to provide three signs for the Jewish people, which were the staff turning into a serpent, the water turning to blood, and his hand turning leprous and then unturning leprous. Right? Um Vayadmatsora but here in front of Paro, Moshe and Aaron only did one os and not three. So, um, and Paro, at the end of which Paro is left unimpressed, right? So, why? Why not do all three? Hmm? And why was Paro unimpressed? Okay. I mean, our own nachash, the other nachash. Yeah, that, that's a... Uh, I'm trying to remember if he talks about that or not. But um, that you see with, with all the makos. I mean, you know, the fact that, um, you know, with Dam, right, that, that Moshe and Aaron turned all the water in all of Egypt into... Right into blood. The fact that the Khartoumim could manage to buy some water off of some Jews and then that little bit of water in the cup they could turn into blood you know, whoop you do right? That's not <laughs> the same as what, as what Motion Oranges did, right? But but the point is once on some level we can you know, we can understand where that power comes from. It's, um, you know, oh, it's because of this, and um, it's manipulation of the weather, yeah, weather conditions, and, you know, let's say, Moshe um, Rabbeinu sends a hurricane you know, to destroy a, you know, New Orleans or something like this, right? Uh, uh, and then, and then the, so instead of doing true, they say, well, look, we can generate a little tiny hurricane about this big on the table, right? So we understand what he was using, what kind of power must have been, and therefore that is somehow okay, right? It's, you know, it's not a completely um, different ball game. It's not like it's you know in a different world from from where we are. We're also shyach to it, and that's good enough right? to, to harden his heart. Of course, it's only a hardening of the heart if. Right. if uh, uh, any normal person in that situation would have still would have would have realized.
Yeah. Okay. So, but why? Why only the one out of three? Vishla says, "Tam ki gimel osos kidei sheyaminu emunushleima." The three osos that were sorry about that shown to Klausrel. That was that we should have emunushleima. Kemoshe his bayer lemala. So the, you know, there he explained that the sorp- serpent is fire, um, poisonous, poisonous, like a fiery nature to it, burns. Um, the, the even called saraf, right? Uh, po- poisonous serpents are called saraf, serafim. Um, then saras is kishelig, that, that's like that's the power of water, freezing, so to speak, uh, you know, uh, um, lack of life. And uh, and then dam is, is is in between. So you see that Hashem is in charge of all three of these uh, of these uh, general realms, right? So that that's what the signs are doing is to show you that that um, all three of these realms are within Hashem's dominion. Okay, that's the. Emuna. Shlema that uh, that Klausel were supposed to acquire through this, through these three osos. Lekach Nemar Vahaminu Lekol Haos Haachron. They believed to the voice of the last sign. It means all three together gave them a full picture, and they understood that Hashem is in charge of everything. Aval Paro. Paro anyway is not going to believe anything because he's already hardened his heart. He's a heart hardener. So therefore, since anyway he's a lost cause, so. Paro, when Paro said, requested that Moshe and Aaron should demonstrate a sign for themselves, so they gave him a sign. Okay, so he hardened his heart. So is there a point to give him two more? No, because he's just like he hardened his heart on the first one, he'll harden it on the second and the third as well. who? Now, okay, so if you're only going to pick one, you know you're not going to give him all three because all three is the point of someone who is who really who wants to who wants to listen, who wants to see the evidence, right? So then you're going to give him all three to give him a in all three aspects. But Paro, he's going to reject the first one and there's not going to be any point to give him any more. Fine. But why pick the Nachash out of the three? So I guess you could just say it's the first one. But that would not be, that would not be such a great answer. You said in Chassayin, when we were looking back on it, it was all about Yira. Those aren't scared. That's one of the different ways that he explained over there why three signs. One has to do with you. Right. Oh, if you're yeah. saying that wasn't the intention for part. Okay, fine. Why? 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 Uh, no, I, I don't. Uh, let's see what he's going to answer. But right now, first of all, why, why specifically Nachash? Vedavka owes Hanachash also. Ki Hanachash be'atzmo gamkein niskalel. Buster Close. 
So number one, because the Nachesh was cursed with ten curses, and Paro is about to be stricken ten strikes, ten plagues, so there's a correlation. So, saying this Midrash uh, is, is very reasonable, that it says that the serpent, you don't have all ten in, in the Psukim. Uh, right? In, in Parshish Barashish, you don't have ten listed. But, with Chava also you don't have ten listed. I believe with Chava, five come from Psukim, and five Chazal say, um, you know, they add, add five more. Of what happened, so uh, if Chava got ten, so then certainly the Nachash got ten. Vrama's low, Shiavolav Esermaka. So therefore, by doing the sign of the serpent, was to hint to Paro that he's going to get ten makos, the same way that the Nachash got uh, ten clothes. Ubishmos Rava. So Hashem says to Moshe, tell Aaron to tell to take your staff. Ain Dora Hakodish Boruchu Esarushoyim Elabumata. Hashem does not uh, sorry enroll. I said Dora enroll. Hashem does not uh, basically strike you know, rule over with the striking over Rishoyim, rather only with a staff. Vlama, lefi shenim shelu lekelav. Rishoyim are compared to a dog. Shenemar, v'yishuvu. This is a pasuk in Tehillim. Yishuvu leerev, yehemu kekelav. Let the imagery of the mata is like a is like a leash or like a whip on the mitzrim. Uh, I mean, something like a whip, uh, but uh, a stick. You hit a dog with a stick, not a whip. I mean, I've never hit a dog with a either, but... You've never hit a dog with a stick before? You haven't lived. <laughs> um, I, I just, I've never heard that imagery before. It's very interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, cause the point is, uh, dogs are not very smart, right? Well, when you hit a dog with a stick, what, is it, what does it try to bite? It bites, at the, it bites at the stick. Okay. I mean, dogs are smart in other ways, but in this particular way, that's a something Hashem built into the world. So, a man with a stick, right? You can you can beat the dog with a stick, and he'll at most he'll be biting at the stick. But obviously, the stick doesn't care, right? right? So that's a um, effective way to give a dog a beating. So. If Paro will say to you, you meaning Moshe Naran, give me a sign, strike him with the staff. Say to Aaron, go take your staff, right, etc. Okay, um, 
What's what's our end time? Five minutes from now. Okay. Am I wrong? Maybe have, my watch is totally broken. Five minutes. Okay. Um, so yeah, listen So continues the medrash over there. Um, now in the in the way the Maral brings midrash is, is clearly things that are lacking. So I'll read the midrash as we have it in front of us. Yelasanin, it was a, a serpent. Um, Tanan Haomedli Spalo. So we teach, it was taught in a Mishnah, Mishnah Brochus. Haomedli Spalo, someone who stands up to Davan. Afilu Hamelech. So even if a king stands in front of him, you know, comes over to him and says, wants to say something, but the person is Davan to Hashem. Right? Or. Even if a serpent is wrapped around his leg, but he's talking to Hashem, you do not interrupt uh, to answer the king or to get the serpent off of your leg. Now, obviously, it does not mean it's a situation of Sakhans Nefashas. It would be a situation of Sakhans Nefashas then, of course, all mitzvahs in the Torah are pushed away from Sakhans Nefashas. So if the king is a fiery personality, that he might have your head for this, or if the serpent is a fiery serpent, that he could poison you, right? Then, of course, you would stop davening and take care of your life. But if it's not the case, but the king is... Maybe he's not going to be <coughs> very happy about this, right? Yeah, king, you don't want to, yeah, you want to have a king on your on your good side, right? Um, or the other serpent, I don't know, I guess he's a bit scary, it's, it's, it's freaky. So, um, so nonetheless, you don't move. Okay, so it says the Midrash, Maru Chachamim Lehakish Krichas Nachash Lemalchus Mitzrayim What's the connection between I don't know where the Mitzrayim came I mean, the, the Midrash over here seems to be connecting a serpent wrapped around your leg and a king Yeah? I'm Rishon Ben Pazi Dixiv, like the Pasuk says, Kola Kenachesh Yelech. Its voice goes like a serpent. It means the kingship, the, a king, a, a, a king's voice. The, the king of, of a kingship goes like a serpent. Now back in the text by me again. I don't know what what you have. You have you just had Yelutanin uh, Manachesh. Is it that doesn't really read well? Um, so and it was a serpent, right? Manachesh 
melachesh v'horeg, just like a nachesh, it whispers and kills, it hisses, and then and then, and then you know, a person dies. Right? All the sorbet has to do is to hiss to kill a person. Now, obviously, it's not totally true. It has to also sting him, right? But the stinging is not viewed as a as so to speak, the, you know, killing you know, a lion. He has to jump on his prey. He has to bite at it and uh, throw him off, and he has to claw at it, tear it into pieces. Right? It, it's a the lion has to exert himself to kill its prey, whereas the snake just goes, right? That's it. Just what, one little tiny sting, and that's it. And then, and then the the person dies. So, so having this power of poison is. Uh, Basically, having the ability to kill something effortlessly, right? So the so Chazal are describing that as as being, um, you know, now it, now it does hiss beforehand. So it hisses and then it strikes, right? So um, so it basically, a snake has to just decide to kill something, and the thing is as good as dead, right? So. So two, so so just like that, so is a king, right? So just like a snake um, whispers and, and it kills, he even so too the the kingdom king, kingship, I should say, melachashes uh, whispers and kills. For the king just says, put him in jail, right? And then afterwards he whispers to the. Uh, Jail warden, right? Uh, make sure he doesn't come out, and that's it. He doesn't have to like jump up and you know pull out a sword and start fighting. Yeah, I mean, and, and the person also, meaning the the person who gets killed, it, it's not like he puts up a struggle or a fight, right? Yeah, they, they say, okay, yeah, the king said you're going to prison, so he just goes, right, and then. There's no, there's no, there's no fight. There's no, there's no struggle. Um, okay, so we're up to the Dover Acher.